just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Ah, what a beautiful time again, Pastor Richard. Sure. Good to see you. Good to see you too. And viewers, I want you to know that like um, Magnified Word Broadcast has always been a blessing. Today, we trust that it will be a blessing to you again. Amen. So call somebody and tell the person that Bishop Chris and Pastor Richard are here <laughs> to talk about something to do with marriage. I trust that the Lord will bless you. Amen. But as believers, let's pray before we start. Let's commit unto the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time. We ask that your presence be with us, Holy Spirit. Yes, Anoint our lips. And give us what to say to be a blessing to the hearers and the watchers. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So today, we want to talk about faithfulness and unfaithfulness. Wow. <laughs> in marriage. Wow. You know, um, we, we've actually been looking at this powerful book, which is a bestseller when it comes to books to do with marriage wow. written by our own father the prophet Dagiwad Mills Hallelujah! and I recommend this particular book to everybody who wants to get married you know and if you're a marriage counselor this is the best book you can have so today we want to talk about faithfulness and unfaithfulness in marriage Wow! you see and uh, some of us would, would know I want to read a scripture read Bishop you know let's read Proverbs chapter 20 Verse 6, Pastor Richard, please let's go. Proverbs 26. Proverbs chapter 20. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6. It says that most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Wow. But a faithful man who can find. But a faithful man who can find. Is it so? It's it's and this is the wisest man on earth, apart from Jesus. Mm. I don't know, but I love King Solomon. Wow. He had his own faults. I mean, we all know King Solomon got married to many women. Yeah. But for the fact that he could marry three hundred women, when? he had three hundred wives <laughs> and seven hundred concubines. <laughs> I think he has the authority to talk about marriage. Yeah. And so in his in his youthful age, that was when he wrote Proverbs. Wow. And he said that a faithful man who can find. Who can find. You see, that's why in marriage we want to talk about this subject about faithfulness. Mm. Because you see, it's not easy to be faithful. Mm. So the author says that faithfulness could be defined as loyalty or ability. To be trusted. Wow. You know, so when you when two people come together from different backgrounds, husband, wife, 
we have blessed their marriage now they become husband and and and, and wife and they're supposed to live together for about 50 years mm. they they got married in their 20s for the next 50 years pastor richard one of the things that can keep the marriage going bible says is faithfulness wow but this faithfulness whether we see it in marriages or not is what we want to discuss <laughs> and why why is it that sometimes some people struggle in their marriages and related to the fact that it is sometimes what leads to unfaithfulness wow and so in setting the ball rolling before pastor richard comes i want to just read some few things here you know faithfulness it's a requirement for all christians like we know in first corinthians chapter 4 verse 2 is that moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found that a man be found faithful Mm. is in here when he says stewards a steward is somebody who has been given something to take care of Mm. so it's very important in the in the context of marriage if you are the man you have been given the woman to take care of her Mm. (laughs) and if you are the woman you are supposed to be giving the man to take care of him. That's a shock, isn't it? <laughs> so everyone is taking care of Everyone is taking So you are a steward. Oh. And that is why Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 7, we say that the wife must not deny the husband of her body. Wow. Otherwise you are defrauding. <laughs> you see? Because the body of the wife is no longer for her. It's for the man. Man. The husband and same to the man also the man's body is no longer for him it is for the wife so when you get married from the day you get married the man now owns the woman and the woman owns the man the husband owns the wife and the wife owns the husband so now you become a steward of each other and the bible says that moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found or someone who has been given the right to own somebody must be found faithful mm. you see so the point i'm saying is that it is a requirement for all christians and what this, this discussion is based on christian principles yeah we are not talking about any type of marriage there are different types of marriages that we have we have described already wow there's the earthly type of marriage there's the devilish type of marriage i mean there are people who are married and all they want to do is allow satan to leave them but we are not talking about any of them we are talking about the godly type of marriage so the second thing is that faithfulness could also be said to be the cornerstone of the character of a person wow so when it, when it comes to character which as we keep going we'll be talking about that in the more we are saying that the cornerstone or what actually holds character is faithfulness and faithfulness for now i would want to break it down it means somebody who is reliable somebody who is dependable somebody who is constant that means you don't change in your attitude in your beliefs in your values you don't change someone who can be trustworthy that is faithfulness you see and then and the third thing i want to say it is a pattern which is seen in relation to god in relation to church work and also in relation to friends and secular work so what it means is that if you are faithful we'll see it 
affecting every area of your life. You cannot say this person is faithful when it comes to marriage, but when it comes to his work, he's not faithful. Because faithful or faithfulness is a virtue that runs through. We are we are setting the foundation or the premise so that when we start our discussion, I'm sure God is going to help us for help to be able to say what you have to understand. And the final thing is that unfaithfulness in one in one area of life may be indicative of possible unfaithfulness in the others. So this is exactly opposite what I just said. So Pastor Richard, now let's go into our discussion. What are some of the circumstances that would test faithfulness? In marriage and I'm going to give some few and then you just so number one sickness sickness yeah when it comes to sickness let's take for instance this COVID-19 or let's take uh, diabetes or let's take cancer or let's take for instance your wife is suffering from cervical cancer where having sex is difficult where she's not strong that is where your faithfulness is tested. Because will you still be with your wife? Will you still consider the situation that at this time, maybe she cannot abstract at this time, she cannot do, she cannot cook, she cannot do a normal duty that is expected of a woman. That's but right. there is someone who is ready to offer. Mm. Someone who is outside, there is some girl, there is some secretary somewhere. Which, which is usually common. Which is common. So oh how is it, oh how is mommy because your mommy cannot cook she will cook oh can we meet here can we, by the time you realize you are falling off it's not that you want to fall off but because of the sickness that she is not supposed to perform a duty as a wife a normal duty as a wife so you are looking elsewhere so in the in times of sickness that is where our faithfulness or unfaithfulness comes out. Mm. That, that is what I think. This is this is too powerful. I, I believe that viewers, you are you are you are getting what Pastor Richard is saying, and it's so real. Yeah. And it can also happen to the man. Yeah. That assuming the man is not too well. Yeah. Is sick. He has stroke or something. Has stroke or mild stroke or something. I mean, I can't imagine it. It's like so. If your husband has mild stroke, especially when he's young. Yeah. Maybe like maybe in his thirties, that you begin to think so from now to like seventy. <laughs> is that what I'm going to sit be, besides? And my Bible says that yes. Wow. A faithful man who can find. So what? So what they are saying is so powerful. Mm. And our prayer is that as we are discussing this, may the Lord give you the ability mm. to remain faithful. Amen. Because you see. Let's read the scripture before I, we, we continue. In Psalm 18, I believe God wants us to read. Psalm 18. Psalm 18. Verse 34. Verse 34. Let's look at verse 25. Verse 25. Yeah, Psalm 18, verse 25. 25. It says that, With the mercy thou will show thyself merciful, mm. and with an upright man thou shalt show thyself upright. Wow. My version says that this NLT. Mm. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. Wow. To those with integrity, you show yourself integrity. Wow. You see, so this is talking about God. God is faithful to those who are faithful. <laughs> so you see, when you are faithful in your marriage, then God wants to be faithful to you. Wow. If you are unfaithful in your marriage, God will say he will be unfaithful to you. 
The verse 26 says, To the pure, you show yourself pure. Yeah. But to the crooked or to the unfaithful, you show yourself should. Should mean that crooked. So God can show himself crooked. He's not crooked, but he can show himself crooked. So when things are not working, sometimes we must ask ourselves whether we have been unfaithful in some areas of our lives. Wow. Is it so? We pray that God would help us deliver all of us from unfaithfulness in marriage. Amen. Another thing that can cause unfaithfulness is childlessness. Childlessness. <laughs> childlessness, I will say that. Is one major thing that is happening now mm. because if you find out that your wife cannot give birth, and uh, there are other people, old friends, other ladies who are there who are very close to you, you are likely or you are tempted to have children with them. Yes. Because and, and, and this normally happens to people who have made properties, they are they, they, they have wealth. And when you look at all this, they have nobody to succeed me. So then, I have to... And sometimes people even give birth outside without nobody knowing. <laughs> they will just travel to maybe Kumasi, Tamale, find a girl, give birth there. Then one day, one day, 10 years, one 20 day, years, the, the year down the line, tell the wife, oh, I'm sorry. I have this. But the hammer has already been called. But your wife not knowing doesn't make you a faithful person. But before God, like what, what you read right now, you have been unfaithful. That's right. Even though your wife knew whether you have children, you don't have children. In the sight of God, you have been unfaithful. So, so, so what you're trying to say, if somebody is married and uh, let's say for six years, eight years, no child is coming, what would you advise such a person? I would advise such a person to wait on God or That's to right. adopt. Yeah. You just adopt, pick someone's child. Take care of the child. There are orphanages there. You can go there, do the legal arrangement. If you can, just wait on God. That's right. And believe God for a child. And I believe because sometimes it is so surprising that you go out, have a child, and you see that just two years or one year, your wife will conceive. Yeah. Then you realize that no. I, I actually know of a couple like that that I was involved in their lives right from when they were in relationship. So when they got married and then they were married for six, seven years, no child, and the lady kept pressuring. Look, I need to have a child. Let's go to this, let's go to that. A very staunch woman of God. But she found herself going through all the hospitals, going through all the prayer camps, going through all the places you can think of. I mean, at a point the husband was wondering, What has become of my wife? But one of the things that I kept saying is that Look, just keep trusting God I just don't understand why But one thing I told them I remember Was that you know why Elizabeth was not Delivering until She delivered just six months Before Jesus came Mm. So sometimes your, 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 Your childlessness Is actually with God's mind and purpose Involved Yeah, God may have a plan that maybe the day that God will help you to conceive, it is in time with what he wants to do. Maybe your child is going to be the John, John the Baptist yeah. that is supposed to welcome a Jesus. You see, so like Pastor Richard is saying, we must wait. Do you understand? It's very important. And sometimes I think the pressure comes from the parents. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really happens to me when my wife had a miscarriage. And uh, I, I quite remember 
my mom will come. How far? How far? Wow. I think giving birth. Okay, I know some herbal medicine she can do, and and the pressure. You can see that she. Ooh. I think I'm not saying it's good. It's like a concern. That is, she's, that is she's a point. Concerned. So it's not like they are evil minded, yeah. but the concern. But the concern can come as a pressure. A pressure. So I say, e. This one, so ah, then by the grace of God, my, my, my wife delivered years after. But from the beginning, it wasn't easy. Like, so oh, if you are not careful and you have an ungodly mother, oh, or you listen to ungodly counsel, yeah, by the time you realize you have gone to try something else, yeah, you have given bed somewhere, and it will look like oh, it's nothing or your wife. So, so it's a major test. And another thing is, it's sudden prosperity. Sudden prosperity. <laughs> sudden prosperity. I relate it to when suddenly you have become rich. Mm. Then it's like I must add on. I must add on. I must have another wife. I must, some there are some girls going out. Charlie, Which is married. very common. Eh? Very very common. Even very among common. Christians. Yeah. It's because they have money. Recently, I met a Christian somewhere with some young girl. Say, hey. Then it's like he has the, the, the man has money, so it doesn't matter. There's money, so if the wife do, I'll add one to you. So you keep quiet. Goes <laughs> out, young girls oh coming, coming out, and all that. So sudden prosperity can really, really, really affect faithfulness in and, marriage. And that is why sometimes, maybe that is why sometimes God will just hold on, yeah, on allowing you to prosper. Because if prosperity and sudden prosperity can cause you to immediately take a decision that look, yeah. I'm going to move out of my godly training of faithfulness and become unfaithful, then God should hold the prosperity. You, the prosperity. <laughs> how, how come that prosperity can can let you remain unfaithful? Mm. It's mm. a problem. It's a problem. Whereas God takes pleasure in the prosperity of His yeah. servant. Because sometimes you see people as they are they are no let, let me say as they are poor they are with their single wife sit down together they eat their gari together eat their their kinky Especially like maybe they are in their village somewhere somewhere yeah then suddenly a door just open for the man to come to the city become rich. then it's like charlie i must add a city girl to this village <laughs> oh no then it's like so you adding on Sometimes you may never even know that you are being unfaithful to your wife. That's right. But you feel that because of the prosperity, I have money, so I can do whatever I want to do. I can, I can take care of two them. Wives. Yeah, because I can take care of them. So I believe that that is how it comes. So, and I believe that we also have the deception that I can take care of them. Yeah. So I need to add. If I want to marry five and I can take care of them, why not? But Richard, you know, as you are speaking, what comes to me is. Satan, the deception, mm. the spirit of deception, is so cunning that he is able to get a lot of believers mm. to begin to think like that. Mm. That look, after all, I am blessed. I can do what I want to do. I can take care of more children. And by the time you realize, you have started misbehaving. Yeah. You see, so I think that this same King Solomon getting to the latter part of his youthful age he said that lord neither make me rich nor poor, nor poor. <laughs> so sometimes maybe it's better just to remain average mm. 
mm-hmm. if you know yourself. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's, it's like, as against, you know, God bless me, bless me, but you don't know what is in your heart. <laughs> By the time you realize, you're, and interestingly, there are some women who also suddenly get become prosperous. Yeah. And then they also change. Yeah. You find another man like old. Or they, they become prosperous and it affects their their husbands. Yeah. Is it not so? <laughs> I mean, it makes them, their husbands timid. Timid. Yeah. So you're like, I'm driving. I bought a car. I have a car. You don't have a car. Yeah. I built a house. You have not built. Yeah. So if you have a job, you don't have a job. Yeah. So as I'm going and coming, you stay at home. Cook. Cook. Bab the children. Make sure the children are well. <laughs> when you come, there's like, oh, there's a meeting. I have to attend with my boss. As they travel up down with his boss to America, in and now the man is here and like oh Charlie but one 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 day as you have travel what is it because the man doesn't have so the woman tries to <sighs> I don't like what we are sharing but it must be shared <laughs> <laughs> you know and that's why we are giving you this nice music background just to console you yeah should it be in case you have experienced something like that God is saying that it's possible for for life to actually change. And so we are sharing these truths so that if it does not happen to you, it will not happen to you. Amen. Alright. What about childbirth? Childbirth. We are talking now about childbirth. The, the childbirth, I will go a little deeper to something. Because sometimes you, my wife has given birth to two. Uh, I've been with her now. I need a fresh girl. The breast has changed. The children. This breast thing. The other time, you know, we talked about it, <laughs> and I, I made us read the scripture. Yeah. In Proverbs chapter four. Yeah. I mean, the breast has changed. What? Now we're expecting something different. <laughs> it is yours. The stomach has changed. The, the flat stomach now that become. Uh, if a man, I'll say a pot belly that become very big, and so the man wants some nice girl with nice shape. It's it's it's. It's deception again, it's, it's isn't it? Another deception. Mm. The woman to say, oh, my husband has now pot belly. I need some six packs and all that. But with a childbirth to the woman, sometimes the, the, the man want to change, want to have a different taste. My wife has given birth, private parties, no, the size has changed. So, Charlie, I need something. Because the private part has changed. The vagina Charlie's. has changed. I like us true birth. True birth, childbirth. Yeah. They yeah. that change, so I need a young girl, a tighter one, so that so by so doing, it's like you are just moving from faithfulness to, to unfaithfulness. Even the thought of it. Yeah, yeah. So the Charlie girls. Oh, my wife has grown. Look at her. She's a mommy now. I now need some young girl to. And also, I think to add on to what you're saying, which is very very powerful, is the fact that sometimes, let's say when the woman has delivered and then now because of the baby she seems not to have time yeah. for the husband yeah and this is not just physically but not, but this one is the like concentration is now concentration on the is now on the child yeah. or yeah. On the children and so now i mean it's it's common in a no, lot because, of men's ministry because, because it's only happens to me the children are there they are with mommy, maybe you want to have time with your wife. I tell and you. it's like just for, for I mean normally that bit my wife will say, Oh, put the child to sleep. 
so that maybe we can also have time as it's as almost as like that is the homework you must do homework. before <laughs> so as, I, as I was putting the child to sleep by the time I realized the alarm is me, me myself I'm gone oh, so, no. they told, so what about I want to do so like, there's no time yeah. I just want to spend the time she's making sure bathing the children looking for them doing something else so I've come I, Come from work, I need food to eat. Okay, wait. Let me take care of the children first. Yeah. Prepare their food, bath them. Let if, me put them if to sleep. You are not careful. You begin to think. Yeah. Like, look, what I can spend happened? some more time with Let someone. Let me spend some time somewhere. It's true. So it can push you to become unfaithful. I remember. True. I remember in our situation when we had a second child who is a boy. You know, I don't know why he liked my 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 wife's <laughs> breast that much. I hope he's watching me. <laughs> Today is, is going to lie. <laughs> you know, and I remember anytime we were sleeping, he would be in his court. But by the time I wake up during the night or whatever, I will see this powerful guy come to lie between us. <laughs> and I wonder, this guy, and you know, several times I would just look at him and he just pull the mother's breast, just suck him. So I just pick him out and drop him in because see, usually that is when we want to minister to yeah. each other. Yeah, look at what they are doing. Yesterday, like this happens to me, my boy. So at the point, I realized, like, no, 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 no. What am I trying to do? Because ah, the mother was asleep. So I asked him that. I said, come, let, let me let me put you to sleep. He said, no, what TV? So I put up the TV. Then we go and put it on. So I left this place quietly. I thought that by the time I got to. When I, I landed with the moto, then he came out of the gate. I said, ah! I asked my wife, is this boy not sleeping? <laughs> then when I went, he said, no. So he would put on the TV, I'll put it up, put it on. Then he went to, my wife was lying inside, he went there, went to lie praying with the breast. So I went to pick him like that, throw him to the bed. I said, sleep! Then I put up the, <laughs> the TV. And so, I struck so, him small so, to cry. So in, in, in that situation, you are even becoming unfaithful. With regards to the way you behave at yeah, home, yeah, because sometimes the unfaithfulness is not only unfaithfulness in having going another opposite sex or whatever, but it can change you. Yeah. It can change your behavior. It can change the way you want to do things. The way you talk. The way you talk. <laughs> you know. So when you have a child, it's not a sickness. Wow. When you have a child, wow. you must balance. And then make sure that you have time for the child mm. and you also have time for each other. Mm. Very important. Is there another thing that can also test is joblessness. Mm. That one. That one. Joblessness. If, the, if the opposite sex is not working, yeah. your wife is not working, you are working. It's like ah, she's not she's just at home doing nothing. You go you are going and coming and you have a job, go out with your boss see people clients coming to you calling you yeah. let's meet here let's talk here like one lady told me said a, a job that she does she has to have in she come in contact with this rich 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 guy and where they have to meet is mostly a restaurant a high class restaurant or a hotel hotel by a poolside by a poolside and they have to discuss <laughs> matters yeah so then one day she told me that she seen that this thing is destroying a marriage because one, the husband is not working. So sometimes she just leaves impromptu. Anytime the call comes, she has to go. Maybe a call just comes, tell her, I'm, I'm here, I want to see you for the business. By the time she gets there, maybe she has to leave home at 10, 11, move the car, maybe Alisa will tell, 
go there, meet the person, and they are charged. So, so are you saying that if the husband also had a job, it wouldn't be a problem for her? It will not be much problem because we all go and we all come. Okay. But now I am in the house, and suffer. You know that boredomness makes times long. Yeah. Maybe you are in, because you are in the house. You feel like six, eight, watch you. Yeah. And this is this, this, by so even sometimes you that you are not working, you can be unfaithful. Yes. Because your wife goes to work, she comes late. You yeah. suspect her. Suddenly, by the time you realize, maybe there's a woman being there. I'm happy with this word you use, suspicion. Yeah. So then now you begin to Satan begins to give you ideas that's all where is my spouse going to why is he late why is she late what's happening especially now you begin to more careful when she comes i'll check her phone yeah i'll check his phone and all those funny funny things who is calling you you, (laughs) and all that but if if both of them had a job yeah it's almost like we are all busy so we, we are, are going. all going and coming yeah. and then we are making sure that the other thing that I, I am thinking about is a situation where let's say if it is a man who doesn't have a job and because of that there is no money at home mm. <laughs> well, what do you think about that Oh, a lot of um, a lot of things can happen Yeah, because as, he, as your husband is at home maybe there is a house help Maybe there is another woman next door. There's a next door neighbor who comes around. Oh, let's chat. Let's chat. Because he's not doing anything, he can easily flirt around. Yeah. He can easily be unfaithful. A potential. Yeah. And, and the other thing also is that because he's also not doing anything or he doesn't have a job, it is very possible that he begin to think that the wife is now talking to him anyhow. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like hey, you you have gone. Why are you shouting? You have come. Look at how you are even talking to me. Is it because <laughs> I don't have a job? You know, look at even the way you are now working these days. <laughs> have your unnecessary accusations that can easily come up. Yeah. So what we are saying is that when you find yourself in such a situation, you must know yeah. that these things can change you. Yeah. It can change us. So you consciously fight against it, mm. so that it doesn't make you become something yeah because you see maybe at first before you married you see your wife you all talk to her so gently so romantically so mm. nice mm. but now after this experience where now there's no job you have changed yeah and that is unfaithful reliable yeah you're no more dependable because of this if you want to call it temporary situation yeah. you found yourself yeah. in and sometimes the woman will come from work she's tired Maybe you want to minister to her, yeah. and she say, "Oh, I'm tired." Hey, I'm tired. Then it's like eh, because I'm not working. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you have satisfied yourself oh, at the workplace before coming and all that. So it's very true. <laughs> Father, deliver your people. Amen. Another thing is long separation. Mm. Long separation, and here we are talking about, let's say, um, husband wife. One of you would have to go, maybe to school. Travel outside. Travel outside. No, which of me, yeah, I can't. I can't because I. I, I when I wife. look at you, I know you can't. <laughs> because I meet you, I can't. <laughs> how can how can you marry? Then like your your husband, your wife is in US. You are in Ghana for three years. For three years, she's going to school <laughs> for four years. Uh, uh, serious. Then she will but come see, after four so years. Some people say no. If if it is going to add something to our lives, why not? True. 
Please, what I said when you see yours, it's not for you. It is for me. Don't get angry at that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, because maybe there are some people they can cope with that. Yeah. But usually what happens is that it now opens the door for unfaithfulness. Yeah, it's true. Because your wife is not around. Even somebody can just come and spend the night with you without anybody knowing. You can go out, sleep anywhere, come at any time. And sometimes when you even have children, you see that you are now not even faithful to the children. Because you sleep anywhere, you, you, you don't care, your wife is not around. You go when you come in, when you want to come in, and all that. So and and you that, see, the, the, the sad part of this thing is, is when a husband and wife stay together, there are always lessons they are learning yeah. day after day. Which the long separation or the separation deprives them of that. Yeah. So because especially when you just got married and then you are not staying together. Mm-hmm. Look, no matter what you do, there are some things you don't learn. Yeah. I mean, I know of this couple, they were married, but the guy would want to stay in his uh, place and then he, the lady should also stay at a place. <laughs> and you know, and it was like, oh, we are still married. But you see, Something was missing. Yeah. Later, we got to know that there were unfaithfulness. Mm. You know, I mean, opposite sex involved. It, this guy was involved with this person, and a lot of stories. Even if it's not true, it is easy to believe. It's very, very because you are staying somewhere, and she's also staying somewhere. So, Joe, can I, can I, maybe, can you enlighten us a little on? Uh, people who normally say I've given birth, I'm going to stay with my mother, and the person is there for four months, five months, I, six months. It's, it's a very good question that you're asking. Let me use myself as an example. You know, I was sent as a missionary by the Prophet Dag to Uganda. This was 1999, and uh, I wasn't married then. So, 2001, I came to get married. In March. And when I got married, a month later, I left to Uganda. And then my wife had to join me in June. So I went in April. After marriage in March, I went in April. And then she came in June. When she came, I was happy. Now, months down the road, we were blessed and we had, my wife took seed. And then by the following year, she had delivered our firstborn. Just a few months after, we didn't plan, but it happened. And then she took another seed. And this time we said, no. I think the children will be too young for us to handle both of them in, in, in Uganda, a foreign land. So why don't she come to Ghana and then at least come and give birth and then also have some parental support? So I came with her and our first baby to Ghana, pregnant. And then I left them. So I left them in November of 2002, I think, or 2003. Now, whilst I was there, I thought it was was like, oh, just about three months, she's going to come. But Richard, (laughs) after she delivered in, I went in November, so the following two months, that was January 2004, she delivered my son who is the second born February she was not coming that makes it three or four months March she was not coming you can imagine the pressure I was under 
But what it meant is that now I had to cook for myself. Mm. I had I had to I had to fast sex. Mm. I mean I don't know whether it's biblical to fast sex, but <laughs> it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. And it could show on my face. Mm. Maybe today, by the grace of God, by the anointing which is higher, you won't see. But then people were seeing that ah, Pastor was not loneliness. Fine. People started calling my wife that Please come, please come, please come, please come. But by the grace of God, I think April, she was able to join me. Almost six months. November, December, January, February, March, April. And when she came, I had starved of her love. You see, so I don't advise it. The temptation is so strong when you are far apart. I don't advise it. It, it, it makes it makes Satan already. We are in a world where a lot of things are not easy, yeah. so it becomes even more easier for Satan to put pressure on you. Wow, to think evil. Yeah, thank God I was a pastor. So being a pastor, to be very honest with you, has saved my life. Because mm. sometimes, even if the thought wants to come, you tell yourself, "I'm a pa- you're a pastor." Yeah, but I can imagine if I was not a pastor. <laughs> And I was not a major person in church. Yeah. I think I can understand why some people fall. Yeah. Because the pressure. The pressure. So long suppression. No. We wow. don't. We don't. We don't advise. Wow. Especially if it's a conscious decision. <laughs> Brother, sister, refrain. What do you think about that? It's very powerful. Wow. Very very powerful. We're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> now the the other thing is old age. Hmm. Old age can also test faithfulness and unfaithfulness. <laughs> <laughs> we have something called menopause. Yeah. So, so what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, old age. Sometimes the men are more stronger a little than the women because and and is it? Someone was telling me recently that when I heard this thing somewhere. I just want to remember. And he was saying that, yeah, Bishop Asu. Bishop Asu was saying that with women, they, when they get to their monopausal stage, they feel for self more than the men. The men. Because their body is trying to change. They try to have the hormones, male hormones start to develop. That's why they are shifting from some of them don't have their menstruals again or all that. So at a certain age, or at certain level, if you don't take it, you can easily be unfaithful. That my wife is old, and I need some young girl. Now, oh, she should sleep here, I'll sleep here. Sometimes, it's very common. Oh, you have you your room, sleep I have here, my sleep room. Here. Yeah. I have my room, you have a room. Yeah. And a, a lot of the excuses that I give is I want to concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. And, and then sometimes the wives will say, ah, because you snore too much, it's okay. Because I snore, I want to have my room. Yeah. But sometimes it affects. It affects. They are not faithful to each other. Yeah. You see that whatever you used to do for your husband, you don't used to do. Maybe first you used to sit down, you crack jokes, you do all that. But now it's like Charlie. We have come to it, a crossroads. It is so serious, Richard, that sometimes I've heard because I'm a pastor, I'm, I'm privileged to hear some of these yeah. things. That you see a couple who will not get to that point and say, "Look, I want to go and sleep in my room." Yeah. This one said, I also want to be in this room. Mm. 
And the next moment, one is accusing each other that this one watches pornography when he's alone. <laughs> when she's alone. So it's almost like this, this beautiful relationship that you have as a couple, you have left it aside and you are now spending time with the devil through pornography. Mm. And this is common. Yeah. Is it so? I wanted to say something. You know, when it comes to the old age also, I don't know whether this thing is by revelation or I have been I have read it before or whatever, but I I I know that especially where you have a situation where the man is older than the wife, yeah. let's say about seven years difference. So let's say seven years. Let's say the man marries at the age of thirty, the wife was twenty three, start giving birth. By the time the man will be forty years, the wife will be thirty three. Yeah. So you realize that at forty you begin to move into another phase of your life. Right. A lot of body changes and all that. By forty one, forty two, forty three, you are gradually getting weaker. Yeah. But the woman will still be like 35 Still strong. strong So when she wants sex every day You are saying Can't. Sister, you like sex too much Ah, and now we did
Yeah. So it's, I was I was actually talking about this particular scenario. Yeah. That anytime I think about it, I feel sad. Forget. Because I knew the people. Mm. I attended their marriage. Mm. One of the powerful churches in Ghana. This was nineteen. I think 1994 Beautiful wedding Now Years after I think about maybe 8 years or 9 years Something happened in the man's workplace Mm. And he was laid off Mm. They had two children And the wife said Look I didn't marry you (laughs) To come and enjoy poverty Mm. So I'm giving you And the wife gave the man Some few weeks If you don't get a job I'll leave you and go to my mother's place And that's what happened After the weeks She left I went to her mother's place One month, two months, three months The man was still not getting a job You can't believe it was Richard By one year The man has still not gotten a good job Mm. And the wife said Until you get a good job I'll come home By the following year, the wife had told the parents that she doesn't want to marry again. She wants to be divorced. So the parents, the family of the man had to come and then see the family. And then they, they, they just divorced. So you see, poverty has a power to affect marriages. It's true. I mean, there's somebody who say, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer. People say it, but I think they don't think about it. Yeah. When it begins to happen, the realities, whatever. So I pray for you if you are watching us, mm. that irrespective of what you go through in your marriage, may the Lord give you the ability, Amen, the stamina mm. to be able to endure. You know, there's a scripture I want us to read. We are gradually coming to the end. We have one last point, mm. and then this particular session will have part one, part two. Wow! So part two will come up. Wow! wow. In our next session. <laughs> so. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. Proverbs 24, verse 10. Yes. It says that. If thou faint in the days of adversity. If thou faint in the day of adversity. Thy strength is small. Thy strength is small. Wow. Read it again, Pastor. If thou faint in the day of adversity. That means that in the day when there's pressure. In the day when things are unfavorable, mm. in the day of adversity, if thou faint, that means like you, strength you just give small. up. Mm. Why? It's because your strength is small. I, so there's always I want to read the, is yeah. it that basic Bible English? Read it, my dear. Is it that if you give away in the day of trouble, if you give away in the day of trouble, your strength is small. Your strength is small. Mm. So all the things we've been talking about would and can be associated to the day of trouble. Mm. The day of trouble is a day when maybe you have sickness, mm. a day when you didn't expect to be jobless, mm. a day when things are not working, you are poor. If you give up as a wife or you give up as a husband, then your strength was small. Okay. So we pray that your strength will not be small. Let's go to the last point. Mm. One of the things that can test faithfulness in marriage. Is impotence. Mm. Hmm. 
impotence. Mm, mm, mm. Is it in both? <laughs> impotence usually has to do with the man. Yeah. I mean, when when your manhood is not like cannot perform, it, you can't ejaculate. Ah. I, I remember a marriage where the man and the woman they got married and uh, when they got to their honeymoon the woman realized that the man is important so when they went and bishop this one i would also like you to advise on yes yes because the pastors keep encouraging i think the lady saw it in the uh, i don't know whether the guy told the lady but the pastors keep encouraging that it is well <laughs> it will work. Hallelujah. Believe God. Yeah. Believe God. And the lady has people people expecting people expecting something different. And the and the, the lady has kept believing God. Believe for years. I think what three years after the marriage, still believing. And she gave up. She gave up. She gave up. Oh Charlie. And later the man found a way to old boyfriend. And that ended the marriage. Now you see, I would say, had they sought for medical advice and all that, hey, what else? You have to, did we know whether the career was important or not? We don't know. Yeah. Did we know whether Abraham was important or not? We didn't we don't know. know. But for years, after God promised Abraham, it took him years before he could give birth. But if you if, if 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 let's say you are in a relationship and the guy had told you that I'm impotent, but maybe you are in one church and your pastor keeps telling you, you the lady, believe God, believe God, pray before marriage. Before marriage. Oh, I, I I think you see. Let me say this. In Romans chapter 14, you see, Apostle Paul describes what sin is. He says that whatever you do without faith is sin. So even when he was talking about meat, eating meat, that if you if you eat meat and you don't believe that the meat is safe, then don't eat it. Mm. Else it is sin. Okay. Even when it comes to what you wear, if you are not too comfortable with it, with it. it becomes sin. In the same way, when you are about doing something and you don't have faith. That is well. In the sight of God, it is sin. Mm. Sin is accepting Satan's offer. Forget. You know, so I believe that when it comes to even the person you are marrying, you must have faith that it is well with the person that you are marrying. And everything that you are believing God for, God will do it. I I I I am speaking from my experience as a Christian mm. that they that know their God shall always be strong and do exploits. Mm. So if you know God, then you can take some of the decisions. That, yeah, so I, I think that is more of everybody's faith. Wow. So somebody may ask, so is it okay for me to test my beloved mm. to see whether it's working he or, it's or she will be able to give her before we marry and that is what is making a lot of people kids mm. but you see all that is not pleasing to God wow he said that it should never be mentioned amongst you fornication 
So God knows. So if you have a beloved, you don't know whatever his state is. If he doesn't tell you, if you believe God enough, I believe that God is able to wow. do something in your marriage. Wow. There are some ladies who have had hundreds of boyfriends. But when they repent, God is able to give them a new hymen. Wow. When I say hymen, is that lining that makes, that covers whatever, that makes her look like a virgin again. So, it's it's mysterious. God works in mysterious. If you want to serve God and live for Him, there's a way He comes in to even heal and then recover. Wow. Everything that Satan may have made you lose. So we are saying this to encourage you. Maybe you're already in a situation where your husband is impotent. Don't be unfaithful. Mm. Stay faithful to him. Because your faithfulness to him is what makes God faithful to you. Mm. On this note, we want to bring our session today to an end. Mm. And I want you to know, watch this next session, part two of this scene, just a few days from now. And I tell you, your life will never remain the same. When you hear of Magnified Word Broadcast, we want you to invite people so that you can enjoy together. Pastor Richard, I want you to pray before we close. Oh, let's pray. Father, thank you for an opportunity to hear you. Thank you for the life of the prophet who wrote this letter to us. We pray that Lord, your oil and your grace upon his life will increase. Thank you for your servant, the Bishop Grace Cristinado. I have given him to us at this cathedral, at this place, wherever we are, to share this powerful revelation with us. Pray that God, your oil will increase upon it. Lie. We magnify word, be a blessing unto others. We bless you and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. See you the next time. Bye. blessed for listening to this powerful message for prayers and counseling contact the following numbers 0273 240 449 0540 77 49 41 stay blessed